0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Dr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Mamma Jamma?
1: Everybody wants to know what I'm a doctor of. I
0: thought we'd discuss this.
1: Kind of. I thought. what? <laughs> Dr. Love?
0: I thought that's what it was, man. I thought that okay, was. I'll accept that. Okay, yeah done deal <laughs> Dr. Love I'm doing the studio fix over here on your levels just a second
1: oh yeah what's wrong with them
0: nothing just making me sound a little sexier I was going
1: to say That's it's not, too not sexy <laughs> <laughs> well tonight we actually have a couple of our sponsors on the show well Together they sponsor us. Paranormalwarehouse.com. We have Chris and Mike. Top what And for all what the people up? out there listening to our show that don't know about the website, even though we talk about it all the time, why don't you tell our listeners about it?
2: until so you, know, go <laughs> <laughs> Uh alright, I'll go. So Briggs and I created this website. Uh, it's a social media website. Basically, the idea is for people to share ideas and post their evidence uh, just kind of like a hub to talk all things paranormal. So um, I could have probably described that way better, but, you know, that's it. That's what we got.
1: (laughs) I think that's perfect. How do people, um, what can people find on there?
2: You can find a lot of stuff. I mean, it's all, it's all based on the community. So. It's people posting pictures. Uh, people are talking in our forum, asking questions. They're always throwing around new theories, talking about new technology. So, I mean, anything paranormal, um, or paranormal research-based, uh, is is getting thrown around in there. So, if, you know, if people have questions or uh, they're looking to show off some of their stuff, uh, that's that's the place
1: to be. What are your guys' roles for the website, like? Do you guys both work on it equally? Not necessarily work on it equally, but but what do you guys do for it?
2: We uh, just try to keep it having a heartbeat. <laughs> it's just in constant cardiac arrest.
3: Mike does Mike Mike does a lot of the grunt work. Mike definitely goes out and tries to You know, uh, he edits all the videos for our YouTube. He he sets up the website. He set up Paranormal Lowdown, which is our news-based article, Paranormal News-based article website. I'm more uh, dealing with the social media side of things, so I deal with Facebook, Twitter, um, VidMe we have now, the YouTube and all that uh, fun stuff, and I make sure, like, posts are going up. Uh, We're scheduling live streams and all that craziness. But uh, Mike does all the... lot of the grunt work so i mean uh,
2: it's i didn't expect the social media stuff to be so important so i mean a lot of our effort goes towards that uh, making videos and chris is setting up the schedule every day for what we're posting um you know we're still trying to get people to get on there people are still reluctant to kind of put their videos out there they're afraid of getting them stolen and stuff so we're trying to um you know still promote that uh but that's it. It's working every day.
0: Well, I do want to thank so, you guys for letting us uh, fucking hijack your feed every week. <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? No, I mean you're help- you're helping us too. Um, yeah. Like f- Facebook changed about I don't know, right? Right? When it happened, like six months ago?
3: Uh, six months to a year. It they just changed. We were everything was going great. Uh, our our followers and likes and all that craziness were really up there and then all of a sudden Facebook changed their algorithm and everything changed so they didn't like if you posted a video from YouTube because then they would not send out your post as much on people's feeds because they wanted you to use organic Facebook videos and all this craziness so we had to kind of, I don't know weave in and out and figure out what they want and what they want now is organic videos and Facebook Live.
0: Wow. So,
2: yeah, so I mean, like the page was, like the jugular was just gushing blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys came along. Like Once you started doing the live stream, uh, you know, you helped us out big time. You stopped that bleeding. And we're starting to kind of like balance out and, and move back up. So, you know, we got to thank you guys too. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, saving us big time.
3: It's I, a lot
1: better to do it on your page than what we were doing before on Twitch and stuff. So, true that. It's mutual, for yeah, sure. awesome. for damn sure.
0: Which I saw on there. We, like I think we have, uh, I think we're up to like twenty-four different uh, reviews on iTunes now. Was like that's like huge for us?
2: That's awesome. Oh, big time! What do you guys have to get to fifty?
0: We got to get to fifty before we start uh, throwing out the swag. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, get, yo, people, check it out. How can um, what they just search you guys on on iTunes? I think
1: so. yeah. I well, think most a so. lot of people don't listen on iTunes anymore, though, is the thing. I
2: think, does, you guys
1: can get most of it through uh, Podbean. Well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we, Josh. I haven't looked at those numbers lately. I'm gonna but pull. this come from.
0: Up. I'm gonna pull. But any
1: shit. reviews anywhere is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's for damn sure. Faux damn show. So, uh, Chris, I want you to tell us all a funny story about Mike. I've known Mike oh, for God. six years now, so and I haven't met you yet, Chris. Uh, hopefully you can make it down sometime to the uh, conference. But I want a funny story that I probably don't know about Mike. Oh, there's a lot man. of funny
2: stories, and there's a lot of sad stories. There's, <laughs> sad I mean, kind of
3: there's, there's one, how inappropriate can we be? Dude, this guy's a
1: explicit all like Bigfoot dick kind of shows. So, go for it. Do you think he has a red rocket? I don't know. But dick yeah, dick. Well, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. As long as uh, I don't want to like split you guys up or anything.
3: I know that's but. why I'm like I don't want him to get mad. But Mike, do I have free range to do any any story?
1: Yeah,
3: uh yeah.
2: The, the teacher thing makes me nervous. You do you. Oh, you do oh right. You. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that you, old t- chestnut. You teach her, t-
3: j- you teach you, her. You, you yeah, t- j- don't worry j- j- about that.
2: <laughs> but, uh, well, now
3: I can't because all the stories are ridiculous and I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, w- I wanted to tell the one when you and Robin first started dating, and oh. it was definitely can't tell that story. <laughs> Damn it. Ugh. <laughs> <He> goes, nope. <laughs> uh,
2: this is
3: really hard because all yeah, the stories I think Robin in... would kill you. <laughs> yeah, probably. You reach oh, through the screen. She she doesn't watch this. He, he's checking. She... <laughs>
1: All right. Well, if you can't tell one about Mike, why don't we serve it up for Mike to tell one about you?
3: Oh Jesus! Well, then they'll they'll uh, <laughs> set up the story I would tell about him. So, uh,
2: I mean, there's so many about Bregs. um. <laughs> Breggs is... I'll, I'll do a general kind of synopsis here. Like, Breggs is a... The night begins. Things are like... You know, things are, are mellow. Okay? Breggs is a little quiet. We're going out. We're having a good time. The, an exponential curve begins where, <laughs> where... Where... Breggs will... You know, I call it Mississippi Breggs. is oh, When, yeah, when right. Breggs turns it on and he's he's ready to roll. Okay? <laughs> so you have this sharp steep curve of Mississippi Braggs is in action he's schmoozing he's doing what he does and then there's, there's a definable moment <laughs> where, where things go horribly awry <laughs> and it's <laughs> is it's, it like fun awry
1: or you it, never know
2: uh, it's fun up until up until the moment oh, okay. <laughs> it's fun up until the moment and then it turns into a, a babysitter job where we we you know like you know when you beat them in combat and and before they fall they're kind of doing that, finish that like you finish him move but just kind of wobbling. Yeah. that's
3: when that's, you know I'm done that, for the night. That, that,
2: that's when we're, that's what we're dealing with. So I, never
3: fa- I never fall over though. I never fall over. I know when you got you got the, the waiver. Damn, damn close. It damn close. Um,
2: but I mean it's always it's always an adventure and. uh you know, you never, you never fail to to produce. I guess.
3: All right. Well, now I got the story. Now I got. Well, I got a story. Um, so, Mike and I have known each other since what? Junior high. Yeah. And my parents, we they Two have one. a house. They have a house in Pennsylvania, and so we always, since like we were able to drive, would go up there for weekends and whatever else, um, and get ridiculous and and everything. Um, there was one time. I think it was college, maybe after college. Uh, my parents just redid the whole kitchen. <laughs> 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 I felt I felt like this one was at least PG. Mike. Yeah, this but, is a good one. <laughs> so my parents just redid the whole kitchen, new cabinets, everything. We get up there, we go, we get like, I don't know how many wings, maybe like a hundred something wings. Uh, all this stuff we get obliterated. Mike <laughs> ends up in the kitchen. With he has white T-shirt on and he's just taking the the already eaten bones from the chicken wings, dipping them in buffalo, I mean blue cheese or whatever, sucking off the sauce and just throwing them back into the sink and back into the pot. Oh, it was. uh, And then all of a sudden you just look at Michael and he's just covered in <laughs> buffalo sauce. Covered. His whole shirt is just covered. And then we're like, we're like Mike, man, you're you're covered in sauce. Alright, just ripped off his shirt. He's inside. <laughs> Completely just ripped off his shirt. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just say, my, my yep. parents weren't thrilled to find all the buffalo sauce all over the new cabinets when they went up there the following weekend. Yeah,
2: anytime I see his mom, it doesn't matter where we're going. She's like, hey, remember the cabinets and i'm like yeah about it's been <laughs> you know, like a decade at this point i don't know what
1: to tell you <laughs> yes i remember i apologize i think um i think we need to recreate that scenario
3: i would love to and get it on video we have no pictures and no video of it
1: yeah i think this is a great idea no i think this is a good <laughs>
0: idea <laughs> this needs to happen
3: i know man yo every time we go
2: up i we always miss each other somehow. We got to We got to make that happen. Yes. The night of the Kansas City.
1: The night of. The night of. Get ridiculous. Go <laughs> cool with that. That's up in the air right now. I mean, we're definitely having it, but the venue we had last year, yeah. They told us the year before, yeah, that we were going to get that venue for free the first weekend of August every year. Okay. But they booked a wedding for that weekend. It's a and instead we could have it the weekend before, the weekend after. I don't really want to move it. I'm working on other... It's all, like, right now. I'm in the I'm in the process of getting it all figured out. I don't want to move weekends. So hopefully we'll find a new venue. But if we don't find a new venue soon, we'll just have to move it ahead of weekend. Hey, what Yeah, happened? that's cool. That
2: venue was cool. Um, it's awesome that they give it to you, too. I guess, right. you know, you get a wedding. It's well, a they've fun. also
1: decided to charge us some, not much. But not free, like they originally asked either. Plus, we had all kinds of pains in the ass with the entire city, the aldermen, and they didn't like us. They liked the event, but they didn't like us. I don't know. Huh. Anyways, That's lame. That 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 event was, that venue was decent. If we have it there this year, we're gonna turn the stage sideways so it's facing the outer wall, so the sound doesn't reverberate the way it did before. But yeah. we're gonna outgrow that venue soon anyway so it's Yeah. it is what it is yeah
2: yeah. it's crazy to think of uh the first year that you had it it was in that the place was cool man it was like this old theater mm-hmm. but I remember going up to um like set up my whole like speech thing and there was just like dog doo doo all over the place <laughs> up in really? that upper balcony area yeah and I was like uh I don't know but oh yeah. um, but uh <laughs> Either way, yo, it was so small, and it's become like this big thing. It's it's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, that first that year, was... nobody showed up. <clears throat> nobody showed sad. up, huh?
0: Because I wasn't there for the first year.
1: No, you weren't. No, I was. That's not. That's why nobody showed up. <laughs> Jeez, shit, that's got to be it. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get no, to yeah, see that's... this
0: venue. That theater
1: was was actually. Perfect for speakers. I wish it had a, a side room attached to it for vendors, and then it would—I so would still want to use it today. But that—that that guy got kicked out of there, anyways. and had to sell the building. That's a bummer. It was a cool place. Yeah, the thing is, is we—we we still don't have a big budget, which I don't really want a big budget. So we have to deal with whatever venues we can get. So it is what it is. I have a good time doing it. I, I think you I mean obviously you come from New York every year,
2: yeah it's great I mean now it's like you know I gotta see you guys it's like a once a year thing
1: hell's yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need to come up there Yo. Sometime. let's go like for sure
2: i'm done. I'm down whenever.
0: me and uh me and the uh, good doctor are gonna hop on a fucking plane
1: and we're gonna I'm gonna jet our asses over to you guys. That needs to happen. Uh, how close do you guys live to each other now? Well,
2: Briggs lives in California
1: now. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I moved so out. I
3: moved it's about two and a half years ago now.
1: Oh well, I just—I've never actually talked to you before, Chris. Yeah, I know. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't so know you were in California.
3: Yeah, I moved out here for work. Been here two and a half years now. So actually, yeah. Mike's coming out here for the first time in April. So nice. we're gonna try to get a ghost hunt or something going on around here.
1: Hell yeah, that'll be so. fun. What part of California? Uh, Burbank. Where's Burbank, Burbank at? Burbank. I've been out there many times, but I don't. I'm not familiar. I've never been to Burbank, so
3: it's like 15 minutes out of Hollywood. Okay. Without traffic, so it's in
1: that whole huge metro there.
3: Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes from the Warner Brothers Studios. Oh, nice. okay.
1: I got married in Laguna Beach.
3: Okay.
1: I don't know how far that is from there. but not uh,
3: too Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, two hours.
1: Oh, never mind. <laughs> so what What else? Before we get into more like funny stories and stuff, what else do you guys got coming up? What do you want to work on? I know there's been other things you've kind of wanted to launch at times that I haven't heard much more about.
3: Well, we just yeah. started doing. We actually just recorded our first uh, podcast episode that we're going to try to launch soon, too. Um, but it's going to be more of uh, not so much like our YouTube videos, uh, more so of just basically like what you guys do. Just like talk about all random paranormal stuff, all random shit. No, nothing holding us back. No bullshit. Just like saying whatever we want to say. Um, so we be just. Awesome. Recorded the first one of those, and then we just did our first. We brought back Paranormal Live, which we're going to do as a live stream now. Which originally, back when we first started Paranormal Warehouse, we did kind of as a uh, as like a YouTube series. So yeah,
2: Hells yeah. I'm yes. like, I, I think I have something wrong with me. I'm like super OCD. Like I'm always thinking of ideas and like trying to get them started. Like I, I hassle you guys all the time. That's not true. Like, oh god, this guy's doing it again. No but uh i don't know I, mean, I feel like we're just trying things trying to make them stick um, and it's you know i like doing it so
0: it's cool, cool.
2: we have the uh, we still have the database up it's really hard man like i i think people do this more so for uh like fun than yeah. real deal research so when they go to the database like what is this? you know it's not no frills it's just you know logging data yeah. So, I mean, we have that. We're trying to get that off. Um, still, it's not, you know, it's not like I'm going to get rid of it. Um, but, like, the entertainment stuff is definitely where we're doing the best. Sure. Uh, and I,
0: did, I didn't expect that in the beginning. That is kind of crazy, though, but you're absolutely right. It almost seems like there's more, I don't know, especially now, it seems like there's more, uh, I, I call them, like, thrill seekers um, as opposed to, you know, guys like us with very analytical minds that really want to figure out what the fuck is really going on with this stuff.
1: Hey, I'm a thrill sticker, baby. <laughs> baby. I don't have time to put a lot of work into it. I do when I do investigate, but I don't investigate like I used to because it, it takes up a lot of time. Well, not just because of that, but I go on a lot of investigations with other people nowadays, and that is just you know kind of fun for me. But when I do my own investigations, of course, I take it more seriously. That's my point, though. I mean, because, I mean,
0: right now you're going with these other teams or whatever. I mean, for the most part, that's their evidence to to sift through or what have you. Um, You may have a digital recorder or whatever that you're going to sit down and listen to later, but you don't have fucking hours and hours of video, you know, or anything like that to go through as well. So it's, I don't know, being a paranormal free agent, as you are, you know, you just (laughs) kind of fucking... You kind of go and do your thing, and uh, hopefully some cool shit happens, and you get to see some cool shit along the way, too.
1: I've actually restarted my group, rebooted it. I have members now, a few of which you've met. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I'm getting back into that. We actually have a group investigation this weekend that Jen, Jen booked on Sunday, so I don't know anything about the place yet but it's an old building in the historic West Bottoms here in Kansas City, which is going to be pretty awesome to check out anyways. So hopefully That's that cool. t- turns into a relationship with them. Awesome. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> so what got you guys into the paranormal? Uh,
2: I don't know. I just... I've always kind of had a liking towards it, and then, you know, it, I always read books and stuff and liked it as a kid and everyone poo on the shows but, but like Ghost Hunters came on when we were in I don't know what high school? Junior high? I don't even know uh, um, How like, oh, old are you? This is the thing Thir- 31, is- I
3: 32 I think it was more like college when it was on. College? I don't
1: know I think it I came know. out in like know, 2004 yeah, It probably it was did. college
3: um, Yeah cause that's how I got into it was the shows and then Mike and I started talking more about the shows and then one day he hit me up and he was like I had this ridiculous idea uh, the other day. What do you think about this? Would you help? And it was Paranormal Warehouse. So, and here we are now. Yeah,
2: I was wasted at a casino.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how it <laughs> all began. <laughs> true story. <laughs> You
1: know, honestly, though, sometimes that's where the best ideas come from. I can count. see you sitting there and like, we're going to get all together, Fuck. man, and have a great time, and just love each other, and I'm going to bring everybody together. And It's not going to be like those shitty other social media websites where nobody <laughs> likes each other. We're just going to be in love, man. That's it. I can see it. it I had high good. hopes, man. I, I mean,
2: when I jumped into this whole thing, like the realization of... Of what was going on was I did not expect it. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be like this. Um, but you know, listen, y- you find your pockets. Like I found people like you guys, um, and pretty much like the Kansas City crew, the Midwest people um, are way less catty, yeah, than the East Coast people. Like you guys are a breath, breath of fresh air. Um, obviously, there are people on the East Coast that I've I can now call friends. Um, but you guys, you guys. Are, are pretty settled there are a lot of people that are at each other's throats over here uh, yeah. for really no reason um, so it was it was awesome to meet like that your community
1: well, I appreciate. we have that, people like that around here too yeah I mean there are I there think are, it's easier for us to weed them out they last a little while and then disappear
0: well they kind of like fizzle out the, on their own honestly because nobody wants to we don't talk have, to we them we don't, don't have the
1: I'm sorry yeah but, yeah, we, well, we're we not as... The population is a lot more spread out. That, I don't yeah. know if that has anything to do with it, but the uh, historic areas, the businesses and stuff like that, uh, the buildings to investigate have kind of... The ones... There's still ones that are still willing to work with people, of course, but there's no tolerance for a group going into a place and, and fucking up a relationship with them yeah. because... That will affect everybody else in the area. Yeah, sure. Um, so we kind of, in a way, we, we recognize those groups and nobody works with them. that try to start stuff like that.
0: But, I mean, you bring up an interesting point, too, Mike, because you said, like, you know, over on the East Coast, I mean, shit. Those guys, they fucking take their shit serious. And I've been lucky enough that I've been, you know, obviously Midwest. I've been to the West Coast and and spoken and, and, and all that fun shit and yeah they're really cool on the west coast um, they enjoy this shit they do take it seriously but they like to have fun at the same time pretty much the same type of shit with the midwestern you know but fuck me man like out east those guys take this shit seriously like you do not fuck <laughs> yeah <out>. it's, <laughs> it's weird like and I, I again
2: I'm, I'm saying it out there I'm, I am not poo pooing on everybody that I've ever met because you know this area helped launch us off but uh, it's weird, man. It, it's a uh, it's a big ego game. Like I feel like people are always like bouncing off each other, and like who doesn't like who, and then like who's not invited. And it's you know you grow to know all these people because it's such like a like an incestuous group. It's always yeah. the same people coming in, um, and and there are a lot of great people, and then there are a lot of people that like you know we came in and we were kind of like listen, we want to be a little bit more science based. We want to kind of figure out what's going on, and if that. Is ruining things like if it's telling people that their evidence may not be real they get very very upset.
3: We're not having it.
2: Yeah. No, we're <laughs> not. <laughs> there were some people that were like Paranormal Warehouse, you're, you're
3: bullies. Oh, you're done, fuck. Man. You're bullies.
0: I tell you what though, I, that's one thing that I respect the absolute most about you guys and it, even like Mike when you got up and you did your spiel uh, this past year at, at the KC Paracon, and you—I mean, you flat out just tell it exactly like it is. You know, this could be legitimate; it could be a complete horseshit. Um, but it's—it was your delivery; it was how you did it; it was fucking phenomenal. It was the perfect way to present your thoughts on that, and I think a lot of people uh, hopped on board with that, with that way of thinking. It was great.
2: Yeah, thanks, dude. And I mean, it's not. It shouldn't be an ego thing. We've had things that we've captured, and then you have to, you know, no longer count it, which is heartbreaking because it's exciting. Yes. And you want to have that, um, but it's like you know, like for example, when when I spoke, uh, I talked about the flashlight experiment. Yep. And it's like proven; it is completely debunked. Um, there's it is not, it is not a real thing. It is not paranormal. Um, or it's it's so flawed that there's no way that you could tell that it was paranormal anyway. Right. So even if it was like you couldn't you couldn't use it because it's so all over the place. And oh my god, something just fell. The ghosts are bad. Uh, <laughs> the ghosts are bad. But <laughs> it's so bad. But walking to the bathroom from speaking, a dude pulled me over and he's like, "Well, you know, like, but the flashlight, like, maybe." And I'm like, "Dude, they got you're out. just like, right. like, you're kidding." Me right now, you're killing me right
1: now. Uh, so, the flashlight thing, I, I'm not a fan of it either. But I have seen, like, I, our uh, mutual friend Justin Spurrier. Yeah, yeah. He will set up three or four flashlights and ask Spears to turn a certain one on. And that's a little more credible if it does that. Well, than especially just like a single one.
0: Because he gets like different colors and he sets them in different areas of the room or whatever. Okay, turn on the red one, and it'll point to it or whatever. You know, turn on the blue one or whatever. Um, a couple times. But there's still yeah. so much
1: other shit. It could be.
0: Absolutely, I mean, shit, man. Though that's any piece of equipment, really. Though, like, I sat around one night with a REM pod and fucking nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. Yeah, and uh, I've never had it just much... means
1: that nobody was using a walkie-talkie, right? In so, your town. like, I've never had <laughs> much success
0: with any, like, a REM pod. Never. So, I've never personally purchased one for myself, just because the fuck would I do that for you know it's like 200 bucks that I don't have to spend one night though I was using one and it went off and I was like holy shit like freaked out and it seemed to be correlating with what I was asking it to do and all of this shit Uh, got done with the session turn on my flashlight so I could just pick it up there's a fucking spider that was crawling on it whenever the spider then whenever the spider touched it touched the antenna there it goes went off I'm like fuck. That's me. crazy. That was an hour and a half of my life just fucking wasted right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, but
2: yo, at least you were able to look at it and be like, yeah. all right, It was the fucking spider. It was a yeah. fucking um, spider. But yeah. your dude, the, the dude who does the flashlight, um, you know, we're not telling you don't do this. Oh, like, yeah, he's setting up a um, more advanced exactly. level of experimentation, exactly. which is what you need to do. Um, and it, I completely promote that stuff. Like, go ahead. Like, try to set up your own stuff build upon what you have.
3: Well, that was like, we went to Hinsdale the first time, right? And Bill, our good friend Bill Hyland, uh, sends yeah. Mike a bunch of stuff to do a battery experiment. And you don't see this on any of the shows. So he gave us he gave us a light, he gave us a whole setup where we put batteries in and we, we wrote down like the, uh, you could watch the, what was it, the battery meter or whatever, what was it called? And then to it was, see how- <clears throat> to see how fast the batteries were draining.
0: Oh, yes, The wow. whole thing.
3: So we did... Well, how many times did we do it? Three or four times to see? And we only had... Everything was the same except for one battery. But now, again, can that be a faulty battery? You know what I'm saying? But at least you're setting up... We're setting up different experiments... And trying to figure things out. Not that we're taking a piece of equipment that we see on TV and have no rhyme or reason for why it works and we're just saying oh that's detecting a ghost like we we now even last time we investigated the hidden still house which was our last investigation when i was home um we went back there again but we stopped using certain pieces of equipment pieces of equipment that we have like we don't really use the spirit box anymore yeah. we don't we you know we use the emf we use a tape recorder and we used um and the video cameras for the most part, is our general basis of investigating nano because we don't have a scientific base of like why these pieces of equipment work. So when we're getting something, is it even anything? I mean, we actually did. I really enjoyed the experiment we did last time at Hinsdale. We messed it up a little bit, but that was a learning experience where we took a tape recorder and we put it in a airtight um, uh, tin uh, container, and we sucked. Vacuum chamber. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) We sucked (laughs) all the air out, and we we asked questions, and we wanted to see if, because sound wouldn't shouldn't be able to travel through to that because there's no air in it and all this stuff. What we messed up was there must have been a leak or we didn't vacuum it enough. Where when we review the recorder, you could hear us talking. So you could hear everything. You could hear us. So that shouldn't have been. So now when we go back to do it next time, we know better to to make sure that that's vacuum-tight and hopefully we... Because then we're... What, what what was the whole point of it, Mike? Because you could explain it better, too. Well, actually, Josh, you
2: inspired me for this experiment because you told me the story of how you uh, totally, like, sensory-deprived yourself. Yes. And you heard the EVP... And you also picked it up on the microphone, right? And it clicked with me that maybe it's not actually producing sound. It, it might, it may just be like manipulating what, what like registers the sound on the device. So we we just put that together of you know, if there's no air, if you're in the, like a vacuum of space, you can't. There's no sound. So exactly, we wanted to see if I, I feel like we have to figure out for EVP anyway, like what is being manipulated in this device like even if it's not paranormal maybe it's like picking up radio waves or whatever but what is it that's that's still picking that that stuff up and it's those like little tweaks that like let's get the little ones first and then then we can start blowing up and getting crazy pieces of technology because i feel like they're so out of control and they measure like eight billion different things it's like you're, (laughs) you're measuring all this stuff but we still don't know what X, um, Y, and Z is? Yeah. It's yeah, like you're
0: measuring all this stuff, but why is it that you're measuring that to begin with? You know, it's uh, yep. what makes it. Yeah, but and I think one that's very that, important, though. Go ahead, my or Jason. I'm sorry.
1: One of the things that I want to start doing, which I encourage you guys and anybody else out there to try, is to build a true Faraday cage, uh, but just big enough for you know a little bit bigger than a recorder. Yeah, stick it in there. And it'll be able to pick up your voice or sounds. But if it's actually manipulating electronics or sending out a signal to the recorder or anything like that, it won't reach it. The Faraday cage blocks all outside signals. It should. So unless it's an audible sound or the spirit or whatever you want to call it is emanating inside of the Faraday cage, it shouldn't pick it up sure so yeah that would be guys, amazing that's too that's one thing I'm trying trying to work on actually as well as I want to put a recorder in an airtight bag and submerge it in a fish tank and see what happens <laughs> that'd, be
0: cool too. that'd be hot <laughs> that'd be freaking awesome drop this I
1: won't be like okay I think when you say something like that I picture the scene from Deuce Bigelow where he had, she had to get the snails from the bottom of the tank <laughs> I think that's what you think is gonna happen if I pull out my fish tank. That's right. That's imagine right.
2: if something like terrifying happened where like the fish were talking. Wouldn't that be fucked? They were just they were just begging to be released. <laughs> that'd be fucking
1: awesome. Be, you would imagine how <laughs> except <laughs> fucking much money I could make after that. I like proved that fish are sentient and talking to us. But the thing is, like, don't
0: fish only have like a ten second memory or some jack shit like that? Like I don't even Probably know. It. They got pretty. By constantly
2: being reminded that they just want to kill themselves in a fish tank. (laughs) There's like kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: god! God. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we play our sponsors, including Paranormal Warehouse? While I go refill my drink. All right, we're gonna
0: do that. We will be right back. Maybe. (laughs) Welcome to Paranormal (laughs) Paranormal Warehouse.
2: Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch listen and comment on evidence uploaded by other users Join today and support Paranormal Unity It's free Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter We're waiting for you
0: Life is a mystery Confusion is all around us The truth is out there, but you won't find it here.
3: (coughs) Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night.
0: Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else. Fine podcasts are sold. All right, we are back. Dr. Koopsik, did you get your refill? I did. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. You drinking Big Rip right now? No, actually, at the moment, I am having a vodka with some Coke. Ooh! Oh yeah, hard ass. This is what I had in the fridge.
0: This is what I had. (laughs) I I drink a lot of V eight,
1: actually, spicy V eight. But I didn't have any, so I just improvised. threw something in there.
0: You're like a man's man. I can't fucking do that (laughs) spicy V eight shit. Like I can't do it. it. Gives me heartburn. I'll be up all
1: night. <laughs> so the <laughs> definition of you of being a man's man is spicy VA. No, I'm just like,
0: <laughs> you're such a dick. That's it. <laughs> I think I'm just becoming like a crotchety old man, and I'm only, I mean, fuck, what am I? I'm 35. So, I, yeah, I think I'm becoming like a crotchety old man because I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, if I if I eat this, I'm going to be up all night. You know, I'm going to be gassy, or I can't
3: drink this, or I can't. That's been my life since I was 14.
1: <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I know what it is, Josh. I, I know. Now I am, a lot of it makes sense. When we get together and do anything, you're always getting so close to me. You're just hoping some of the manliness rubs off. That's got to be don't. it. Just get some of your pheromones
0: or whatever that, you know, Just rub it off.
1: it will hang around for at least a week and you'll feel
0: better about yourself. The stench of Coopsick. Rub it on me. <laughs> get it on me. Damn it. I'm fucking up over here, guys. You're fucking up. Nah, I'm doing whatever. I'm just hitting buttons I shouldn't hit. Hit those buttons. I'm trying not to, but I just keep fucking doing it.
1: Ugh. It is what it is. We're still going, though. Let's see here. Looking at our feed here on Facebook and... CC Paranormal Team says there'll be a Malvern Manor on March 10th. Hell Ooh. yes. No. Hell yes. I gotta get over, man. That's what Dude, I
0: gotta. I'm tell Okay, yeah. So, I'm telling you. You, got, you come out here, I swear to God. Like, just swing by the manor. I'll come up.
1: It's only yes. three hours.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's close. Come to the manor. I'll show you a good time. Or I might just lock you inside or whatever. But, yeah. Either way, you're going to have fun.
2: Do
0: it. It'll be fun. hell yes no we've been uh we've been busy over there but uh a lot of people have been experiencing shit which is it's great you know that they're experiencing all this shit but I don't know man it's definitely activity has increased I will say that um it was fairly active before but I don't know what the hell like (laughs) if it was Nick and Katrina or whatever I, I don't know I don't know what it was, but activity has definitely shot up. That's for sure since they left.
2: That's cool. How was that experience with having them go in and having the whole show and all that stuff?
0: Um, they were insanely professional. I will say that, like, very much down to business, uh, very personable. But yeah, very down to business, and uh, yeah, they don't really fuck around, like,
1: (laughs) like at all. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool experience. So, what do you guys think um, you said you don't really use spirit boxes very much anymore what do you guys think of them and how come you don't use them so much I'm, I'm actually on the same page but I want to hear what you guys view of them are you want me to go sure Michael so
2: I think it's just there's no way to regulate contamination from these things and like people people want to hear the words, sure. Um, uh, you know, you could whatever text you put on the screen that slightly sounds like what's coming out. Your brain is going to start registering what what you see. Uh, so I, th- I think it's just there's just no way to regulate it, and and people love it because it produces because it's picking up these radio signals and because they think that they're they're talking. So it's such a popular item because it's it's giving people what they want, and it's just there's no way to to differentiate at all so i feel like it's kind of if if you could have some way of completely eliminating signals or i you know or, i think
1: we Bill- did that actually so justin the guy I mentioned earlier you actually met met him mike yep. you were at the second year of the conference he was the guy yep. selling sunglasses yep in the oh, other yeah, room oh yeah um he lives the in guy. but over the summer i got the chance to investigate a salt mine a few different times and Justin came oh, with cool. me on them on he went twice once with me and once with another group I set up that I was supposed to go on I didn't make that one anyways Justin is the person that has the most spirit boxes I've ever met he has <laughs> yeah, almost all of the different ones you could think of
0: He's got a lot. and
1: we were down in the mine for seven hours left in one spot of the mine uh, by ourselves 650 feet underground no signal nothing well, on that's a... That's the place spirit to do it, right there. We went through every single spirit box and didn't have a single thing, except for of course, like the apps that have them in the bank. So they're not pulling from the radio. But, every single physical spirit box, we tried every single one he has. 30 plus, 40 close to. And nothing. Damn. Not one thing.
0: Shit.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a cool theory, uh, but it's just, there's so much people don't realize... Especially today, there's shit flying around all around us. Yep. There's signals. There's there's it's just everywhere. So it's just I I don't know. It's one of those things I would like to um, get rid of, honestly, because I think it's it's just too much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Breg's What people about don't you, like man? People
3: don't like that, though. What was the other thing too? We stopped using the obvious Oh
1: yeah. yeah! we just had somebody in the chat room ask about the ovulus and what our thoughts are on it.
3: We stopped using it. We we did we used it a lot when we went to Gettysburg, and what we realized was, I mean, you you move it the one we had at least, and it's not the highest tech one that cost probably a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars or whatever. But, it's um, big... what? It's a big jump hundred could be a thousand, whatever. I'm just saying we didn't have the <laughs> most. We didn't have the most expensive one. Okay, can I tell the story? You <laughs> no, did. Go ahead. Um. No. So, uh, but ours like you move it the wrong way, it said a word. You put it by the lamp in the room, it started shooting out words nonstop. So it was being manipulated by, a uh, like electric electric. uh
1: I thought that's what it was supposed to do, that the spirit was supposed to manipulate the electronics in it. Which, yeah, it would be manipulated by the lamp and stuff like that. I think the... Behind it was... Electromagnetic energy... Manipulating it.
3: Right, but what I'm I'm saying is... Then it's... There's too many factors... Affecting this device. You know, unless you're in a room like... Like you were down in that salt mine for seven hours... You know what i'm saying and if there's no electricity around you or anything then that's like a closed off area but we're in this room and we put it down on a nightstand and you're trying to ask questions and things are shooting out that's manipulating the device so i just we just took it as maybe we should just go to the basics more uh use the tape recorders use the the cameras the night vision um Stuff like that, just because it was just there was too many things affecting all these other other devices to where maybe stuff we were getting wasn't even anything to begin with.
2: Yeah, and I mean, my problem with with these uh, pieces of technology is one, like nobody could tell you what they're doing. Right? It's like, exactly. Oh, it's what right, was the EMF?
1: Have like, you ever found I the actual practical application for the K two? There's nothing yeah. online about it.
2: I, I believe it was for electricians yes. to know if there was a live wire. Yes.
1: I'm like, so I know it up,
2: was used. Like,
0: by, Don't touch that wire. Yep. I know it was used by electricians, and I think you're absolutely
3: right.
1: Yeah, um, I just couldn't find it for sale anywhere other than ghost sites. It now they now go, it's the hot shit.
3: Yeah. Well, because, because they probably use some ridiculous equipment now to find that stuff. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the ghost hunting community is like, all right, we're going to use this for this.
0: <laughs> they haven't used that shit in 10 years. I, yeah. I would almost guarantee it. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah,
1: I was convinced that. So the first place that I saw K two was on Ghost Hunters at the Charles Charlie Manson murders, the Sharon Tate yes, house, or absolutely. the house next to it, or whatever hey, it was.
0: Yeah, the Omen house.
1: Yep. And it was the guy that lived out there that brought it, and I was convinced that he probably had a stock of like thousands of those, and he just wanted to find a way to sell them. Shit.
0: He's like, got it done. <laughs> Well, it's just like like, uh, that one. uh, God, I don't even remember what this piece of equipment was or whatever. Um, It was only like two years ago. Maybe they just showed it uh, on Ghost Hunters, I believe, was the show that it was featured on. And the dude who developed the technology of whatever this was that it uh, was using, I mean, his site crashed. He got so many fucking hits and I mean, he couldn't sell enough of whatever it was he had like crazy stuff like that. So, yeah, it's not too far-fetched, your idea, Jason.
3: Well, talking about <laughs> equipment, though, do you guys know? Because I don't know anything about it. I also didn't even look into it, really. But the, what is it, the geobox?
0: Got one on order, actually. <laughs> I'm not even
3: lying. What <laughs> how did <laughs> How? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> ex- explain Let me that tell to you. me. I, fuck, if I know, man, I, um, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> 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 Let me pull it up. So, it's interesting, though, because... <laughs> I, I don't personally have it on order. I should I should clarify. Um, but it is Malvern Manor. The house purchased it. I'll say that. Okay. Um, let so me say, I don't
3: have a problem with anybody using what they want to use. No, use what you want. If that's what you want to use during your investigation, go ahead. Our whole yeah. thing is, though, but realize how... How you don't know how it works? Like Absolutely. realize that you're just using this equipment because you've seen other people use it. Bingo. Don't and then don't defend your evidence to to death to because this piece of equipment picked it up. You you have to have logic in the sense that you have no clue how this piece of equipment works, and exactly. you're just you're just saying that this is picking up paranormal activity. Yeah. Like if if you came to me, and was like I use this be- because I like using it. Fine, and you and you say to me, I really don't know how it works, but we get cool stuff if it, if it's paranormal or not, whatever. Yeah, that's all you. If you come at me and you're like, oh, I I this piece of equipment, so much paranormal activity, da 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 da, and then I say to you, well, do you know how it works? And you're like, no, but I know it picks up paranormal activity. Uh, I can't really
0: you know, so what continue that? So No. And you're absolutely right.
1: Um, it's all about well, being open-minded. The person that is not accepting your criticism of their, what they find is being as closed-minded as they think you are being to them.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I do know that.
0: Okay. It says it converts. Now don't ask me about how it converts but it says it I'm does excited about this Yeah I know So am I actually Because <laughs> I I, I want to hear your thoughts on this Because I didn't know this This is all new information to, uh, to me as well Converts electromagnetic frequencies Radio and spatial distortion slash vibration Into audio How the fuck do you even begin to do that?
2: I mean A couple of things stand out Like ra- radio <laughs> but, frequency A couple it little is. things a little part of, <laughs> Like, radio is a part of the electromagnetic spectrum. Yes. Like, visible light is a everything,
1: part of the electromagnetic everything spectrum. Is exactly. Everything is on a frequency. Literally yeah, everything is on a frequency. It's all it waves. Matter, everything is a frequency when you break it down scientifically.
2: So, like, if this dude was like, oh, we convert it this way. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. That's, that's what we're going for. But it's just like, you know, it does it, so...
0: You know, I don't Let's know see here I'm just trying to find more You know what I mean Yeah and it's Other than you know, everybody saying Oh my cheap. god No fuck me Are you kidding me They're so expensive This is not And this... I know
2: people just pour money Get me the next one Get me the next one Get me the next one Yes they I'm do I'm like, I do you
0: know. I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure Not 100% sure But I'm, I know I'm pretty close uh, 675
1: Ugh.
0: For ours What? Like six seventy five, six fifty somewhere in that ballpark. I don't think all Damn. of my equipment that I have together is that much. I would totally You're blowing my mind with that. I'm just saying. Oh my god. I've got
1: cameras that aren't that expensive. <laughs> like, I buy yeah. half my shit at thrift stores that I want to like play with. Like just to experiment with. Just something I find a few dollars here and see what it does on an investigation. But really I kinda like you guys in that I stick with audio. Yeah. Uh, video and my own head. And that was one thing that I, I,
0: you know, like listening to Breggs when you were saying this. Uh, Mike, I know you and I have had conversations about this. It's like that's kind of the direction that I wanted to take the the third and final uh, film that I want to do with the whole A Brush With Evil series and wrap it all up in a nice little fucking bow on it. I wanted to take all of that bullshit and throw it out the fucking window. And I want to go way back to, I mean, when this shit started, like how they used to investigate with like fucking hanging a bell on a doorknob and, you know, like analog recording and and things of that nature. And really then try to see what the fuck's going on. Uh, Because you hear like, um, just for an example or whatever, you got people like, uh, like Ed and Lorraine Warren, for example. It seems like every case that they went on was just fucking mind-blowing, groundbreaking,
1: fucking unbelievable evidence. Is that true, though? Or do we just hear about the good? Did they ever do ones that just was nothing? That's what I'm saying now. That's exactly my
0: point. I don't know how much of that was it. I'm not saying they fabricated anything. I'm saying it's very fucking possible that they fabricated anything. No, but we
1: don't know. If they went and did... For every ten investigations they did, if one was mind blowing, yeah. we would st- we would only remember those today. Yeah, I don't sure. know personally because right. I've never really looked into them that much to know if they sure. went on a ton of them. The majority of them, maybe nothing happened. That's why we don't know about them. I think we're we were-,
3: we're we're. I was reading about the Geo box, but are I missed the beginning of this conversation. But we're we're talking about we're we're talking about the shows, right? Yes. Like goes no. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah okay. fuck you, Mike. So, <laughs> so <laughs> All right, so I work I work in TV. Nice. And I will tell you that I, I will tell you that for a production company to put money forward to to make these episodes, Every episode, or making big every episode, because they are not going to waste money on crew and and food right. and travel to go to a location and not get anything. Because <clears throat> yeah. that is a lot of money out of this production company's pocket. So that's a that's a fact that you have to think about.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know, Josh has seen. Them personally, and I don't know. I, I'm sure they're all a little bit different. Um, and I'm not asking you to comment on the paranormal lockdown. I've seen, I've personally seen some of the copies of some of these contracts. They send to places, and they have in there that they can make it look like whatever they want to make it look like.
0: I, I will comment on that <laughs> because, <laughs> because they can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, exactly. No, I will comment on that, and mm-hmm. I specifically um, because I was nervous about that. Because I'd heard a lot of horror stories from a lot of people That uh, own different haunted locations Because they read language very similar To that in the, in these contracts um, So that was pretty much the first thing I fucking looked for And uh, I can honestly say that None of that language was in our contract Which was nice That, was, that made me feel better anyway um, Like I said Nick and Katrina when they showed up They were very professional It didn't seem like they were uh, Out to sensationalize anything Necessarily, um, but that's—I mean—that's really all I can say from there. You know, it was—it cool. was a close set. You know,
3: so. and you and you got to realize too, like they go to these locations that a ton of other groups have been to, a ton of other people that have been yes. to, that have watched these shows and still watch these shows. For them to go into a place and then fabricate a bunch of stuff and right. make it seem absolutely ridiculous, like some other shows sometimes do, like you don't want to do that because that's your fan base. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I could be a person like, I was just there, I didn't get jacked shit, and you all of a sudden are talking to eight different demons in one room.
1: (laughs) It's very, very Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I haven't, I honestly had not watched a paranormal show in the last four or five years. I can't remember the last one I had watched, but I sat down to watch the paranormal lockdown show episode, and I had been through, and like Yep, that kind of happened to me there, or yes, that happened there for me as well. The thing with Johnny Hauser that he saw, that's exactly where I saw my apparition. There. Which is awesome, too, that so you could correlate that I too. knew from my experience that at least the areas that they were having stuff happen in, not even the areas, because that whole place is active, but the, the stuff they had happen <laughs> in certain areas was stuff I experienced myself. Yeah.
3: And that's great, and that's a breath of fresh air for these shows to know that but i just yeah. know like i stopped watching ghost adventures like, yeah completely stopped yeah. watching it um i used to watch it just for entertainment value not that i took it to heart and i was like oh man jesus i want to go there right. but i just stopped wa- i watched it for entertainment value but i even just stopped watching that because one i think working in tv also ruined it for me a little bit because i know things that do happen now yeah. um but no hearing what you guys are saying and and uh, Josh, you actually seeing them there and watching what they did, uh, that's a breath of fresh air. That's that's good to know that they're kind of no bullshit, you know? Well,
0: it made me feel better, that's for sure. Because like I said, I didn't know what yeah. the fuck to expect. Now, one thing, that was one thing right. that I did uh, admire the most, though, about the show Ghost Hunters when it was on. They weren't, you know, earlier in the seasons or whatever, they weren't afraid to say, Yeah, it really eh, only happened sorry. the first or second. It really did. But, they, I mean, they, they would say, Eh, sorry. You know, we didn't catch anything. Yep. It doesn't necessarily yep. mean you're a liar, but right now we're kind of calling you a liar, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, right? they, they, they weren't afraid. Like that. Yes, exactly. But, yeah. I think they kind of shifted away from that a little bit. We'll see.
3: When you need those ratings, you need more ghosts, you know? Dude. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you got to make with the ghost. Come on. The the way
1: it was back then, when we watched those shows and stuff, I believe that a lot of the actual investigators was with Ghost Hunters. They kind of ran their things. They ran the show there. They probably ran a lot of the production and stuff. But nowadays, the production company does whatever they want to do, regardless of the investigative team or whoever might be doing the actual investigation. Yeah,
3: yeah. At the end of the day, it comes down to. Ratings and money, and how we can make the best episode possible to put out there. So, I mean, they don't want to go into a location and not get anything, is is because it's a waste of money for them because they're not going to air that episode. Right, (laughs) right. You know,
0: yeah. (laughs) That's what terrified me the most. I'm like, fuck, they're not going to catch anything. They're never going to (laughs) fucking show this shit. Place sucks. Fucking place sucks. (laughs) It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. At oh, my God. So, gentlemen, we're right up uh, We're right up at the end here. Why don't you tell the fine people at home in their cars or wherever the fuck they are and uh, let them know where they can find you guys in your beautiful mugs?
2: Sure. Uh, you could head on over to paranormalwarehouse.com. Um, post your stuff if you go out there and you do your investigations you could chat with fellow paranormal enthusiasts uh, you could check us out on YouTube we have a bunch of uh, we're trying to get more uh, shows on there and unique content um, and you can check out the Facebook page where you could see uh, these two lovely folk twice a week
3: and Twitter and Instagram
2: oh sorry Twitter and Instagram
3: <laughs> <laughs> one job what job? What fucking
0: job? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day.
0: Oh, my God. Totally understand that. <laughs>
3: and uh, and Jason just heads up, my dad texts me. He drinks that V8 every morning.
1: Yeah? Yeah. No, that's part of <laughs> how I've been
3: losing weight. He does it every morning, man. The spicy oh, that's, V8. That's good stuff. It is.
0: It's just not... Like, I don't like it. <laughs> it's just not. I don't like. I fucking hate tomato juice anyway. But then you throw the spice in it, and I'm like, no. I'm instantly done. No, go. No, can't do it. I don't get it. I'm a, I'm an odd duck, guys. That's for damn sure.
1: I, I don't think anybody's ever claimed that you were normal. No, I guarantee <laughs> you that. I guarantee to you that. I guarantee that.
0: Dr. Koopsik, you got anything else to add, my friend?
1: I have one other thing to add. Mike, I can't wait to see you again this year at the conference. Hopefully, Chris, if you're ever ever able to come out, you're more than welcome to come out.
0: Definitely. Thank you.
1: And uh, also, everybody out there, go check out podbros.com, our podcast network, and go check out their shows, Language of Bromance, we had on a couple weeks ago. I'm going to be on the Jeff Sanguish show sometime in the near future. He's a Detroit boy, and I'm excited to maybe talk to him about some hockey, hopefully, even though they're doing horrible this year. (laughs) (laughs) And they also have other shows, like um, different geek shows, different nerd topics, and they even have an an outdoor hunting, uh, bow hunting show called Take Aim. So go check them out at podbros.com. Hell yes. Hell yes.
0: Well, on that happy little note, I think we're going to close out breggs michael thank you gentlemen for joining us this evening
2: thank you thank you
0: and uh everybody else i hope you have a fantastic weekend go out have some fun we will talk to you bright and early tuesday morning with the news peace out